Brat and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Van Helsing, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we're back to talk about an all-new episode of Sci-Fi's Van Helsing. How's it going out there, my fellow survivors? You sure they're survivors? Not maybe feeders or ferals or somebody else? Oh, could be. You never know. I don't know. I have to watch, you, out. watch out for the UV light. Really oh, bad. for sure. I, actually, I'm going to keep the generators running. Yes, good idea. Tie yes. down that uh, wind turbine just a little bit better. Yeah, well, don't bump into it then. Yes. Before we break down the episode, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. There's a show or movie you love. Someone over there is writing something great about it. Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. You can find me on Twitter at Jim Dev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. It uh, comes out real time. Check out Pure Fandom on Facebook as well, just to let us know what fandoms you're most interested in hearing about or reading about. We also have a Facebook group for Van Helsing over there. Just search for Sci-Fi Van Helsing Pure Fandom, and we're there just chatting it up. We had a thread going live during the show Friday, and I was live tweeting. I was going in between. That was so much fun and we'll have another thread going this week also i think it's going to become a reoccurring thing absolutely it's a lot of fun to go that way so come stop by join us talk and if you're not looking at it live i mean come back later you come do comments after the show's done we'll discuss them here and stuff just to make sure that people can avoid spoilers if they'd like to uh you can still come visit the page you just don't look at that particular thread we have a rule where you can only post in that thread if you want to talk about the episode for what 48 hours after the show right and you can't miss it because it'll be a big picture that says live episode chat or something of that nature. Yeah. So, like I said, I had a great time with it. And then, of course, we're going to be posting some exclusive photos from next week's episode at some point in time. So just keep an eye out uh, for the on the thread. And if any interviews drop, we'll be posting that there as well. So this week's episode was episode 103, Stay Inside. And we actually heard the cop utter that line right before he had his neck torn out by Alex or Julius. Julius. Yes. <laughs> I don't have to anymore. <laughs> the episode was directed by Michael Nankin and it was written by Jackie May. And we're back in feeder or feral overrun Seattle. The survivors are enjoying a nice relaxing morning when the one vampire that fed on Vanessa at the very beginning of the series returns and he's been infected with Vanessa's very special blood. Much of the episode has been spent with Axel and Vanessa making a run for parts to keep that generator going and we talked about that earlier. Like just make sure you have a backup generator like three of them just in case this dude named John knocks into you because you almost well you do get his wife killed because you shoot her in the head right. but yeah you gotta be careful about these things uh, well of course the survivors are back at the hospital and of course they want to get to Doc and Flesh and we have Sam and Muhammad who are making sure that doesn't happen because they're their protectors. I, yeah. I love that. Do, do we know that his name is Flesh at this point or are we calling him Phil because that was his name tag from the beginning of the episode, and well, we're going to talk about that in a second. Well, we do find out his name's Flesh later on because Muhammad says, you know, his name's Flesh. So there yes, go. yes. And then the guy went back to tell Julius that Flesh was yes. human. Right. Right, exactly. Got it. Uh, one of the things we learned from this episode is the vampires have been around for a very long time. Yes. How long? We're not sure. We do know that they age slowly from mm-hmm. our interview that we had with Neil last week. Um, but it's, that's so different. They do age. Very slowly, but they're there. 
they're really good at blending into the shadows and remaining unseen. We saw that with the guy who stole Vanessa's blood at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then we see that when we meet Julius in the drug house. Did you know that was him immediately? Well, I did from the pictures that I saw, but I was like, I was looking and go, man, he looks rough. He looked really rough. I didn't, initially I wasn't sure what was going on. We knew it had to be 2016 again because you could hear the bells ringing in the distance and the sirens and you knew like they were in the past. And of course you had everybody just lying around in that drug den. Yeah. Yeah. In the drug house, they were going off there. Yeah. And that shows how the blood that they drank, like he was saying, before our flesh was saying, or Axel was saying, I think they all mentioned it, that depending on what they feed on depends on how they, you know, the feeders feed off the people, the rats fed off the leftover, and the, and the ferals fed off the rats. So depending on what you're feeding off of depends on how you end up. Because looking at Julius, he looks like crap, man. He, he was feeding on addict's blood, so he was basically an addict. Right, and he's just, you know, sucking off a little syringe there. And it was a big difference because, you know, basically you are what you eat. And the transformation that he goes through once the ash starts hitting the sky just shows how much of a power player he's going to be. As soon as he was able to put his hand out. I, I like the fact when he's crawling across the floor, he was kind of getting burnt by the sun. And he's like, ow, and just kept going. Mm-hmm. But once he stuck his hand outside, man, he was just wreaking carnage everywhere. Oh, yeah. That was an interesting turn. Like, I, at first I thought it was going to be Flesh. Because at the end of uh, the first episode, we'd seen Flesh crawling out of uh, that that shoot where they'd sent all the vampires. And I thought, oh, okay, we're going to get his backstory. And um, unlike you, I didn't remember him from the pictures. And, of course, he looked a little bad from drinking the uh, addict's blood. Right. Yeah, he totally looks different at the end of the episode. Yeah. But then... Flesh actually runs into Julius out there as you know after he takes out the cop and takes out everybody else. That was weird. He's going to run up to the dude and say, "What's going on?" Right. If people are running. The rule is, if you see somebody running, you run the other way. You don't ask what's going on. Don't ask the guy who's walking calmly away no, with blood probably all over his face. Oh, one of the things we needed to touch on real quick was Dot got bit on the arm, and they were talking. She was going to cut it off before it started spreading. And I mentioned the fact that, you know, it had it, it took a little bit to spread. If you bit somebody in the neck, they would change a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Julius bit the cop in the neck, and he was like 20 seconds later, he was turned, if, yeah. if 20 seconds. Yeah. So I think it's closer you are to the brain or something, or heart. Or, or the heart, something. probably the heart. Yeah, it makes, a, it makes a faster difference there. Yeah. So flesh is, well, Phil is turned into flesh, right? That was so messed up. I'm glad they they cut to credits while that was going on. But it, that was even, family. That was even rough too. I mean, he goes back and his little girl's like, "Daddy," and he doesn't look that great. Yeah. And then it just fades to black. And but you, you hear, hear everything. The screaming and everything, and his wife, and you're like, "Wow, he killed them all." Only yeah. to find out later, no, no, he didn't kill them all. So he didn't turn his wife. No, he killed his. No, I know he killed he killed the kids, but how did he resist turning his wife? I don't know. Because we saw whole... Julius. Julius kept feeding. He kept gorging himself. Well, I think Julius was just doing it. He was just going crazy. and uh, Well, he was just doing his thing because yeah. he would have been kept up inside the whole entire time. That was it. This is true. I Honestly, why Flesh didn't kill his wife, I don't have an answer for that. 
Because, you know, he killed his daughter and he ripped the heart out of his son's chest and left his wife there with the carnage. I wonder if that could have been some part of him because clearly he knows what he did. Like, he witnessed the entire thing. Right. Like, could could a part of him have been in there and been horrified as to what he did and just left? It could have been. I mean, he said everything, once you change, you're, you know, everything's black and you're numb. Perhaps yeah. it was soon enough there that it was somebody he recognized more because, you know, honestly, he probably saw his wife a whole lot more than he saw his kids for, you know, yeah. depending on how long he had been married and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe that's what snapped him out of it. and Maybe he was going to kill her, but didn't and was able to hold it back for that little section. Yeah, and then later when he's um, confronting the other vamps, the other feeders, um, they can see he's human again. He tells them, like, she made me human. Do you want to be this? Do you want to realize what you did? Do you want to feel that? No. So there's there's something there's some consciousness in there. Yeah, well they're I'm, they're still they're still conscious. It's just depending yeah. on how, and like like we said before, I think it depends on the level of what blood they've been drinking, how closer to clean human they are. Yeah. Right. As to how they think, and yeah, they didn't want it. They're like, no, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna stay like this. It's okay. Yeah, we'll just stay over there. Uh, needless to say, the rest of the group doesn't really uh, trust him at all. Oh, of course not. I don't, I don't think I would either. I'm surprised that they didn't have him quarantined for a little bit. I don't think they had any other room. Well, they could have put him somewhere. They did give him that nice Rambo shower, though. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, well, see, that shower scene, it kind of threw me off initially, but then I figured out what they were doing. Like, when they had the um, everything covering their mouths... I was like, wait a minute, what are they doing? They know it's not airborne, but they want to make sure the blood didn't get in their mouths. Well, also, it smelled really, really bad. Oh, yeah. Because there was that one scene that had all the air fresheners above it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That was more or less the covering your mouth part. It was because you did not want to inhale any of that that was down there. And that's why he was all bloody, because he just got dropped into a blood pit of decomposing nastiness. Ooh. See now that I think of it, that that would that brings so much more to that scene. And that's exactly why they're going to shower him up because he smells. <laughs> just, well, that and you don't want somebody's covered in blood, right. Just it's, sitting around. Yeah, it's never. It's it's bad. It's, <laughs> there's no hand sanitizer, so you know. The vamps who took John's wife showed up with mm-hmm. Wendy, who was still alive, and then she wasn't because you know actually had to take her out. Well, they looked like they were about to kill her. I, anyway, so, well. This is one of the things that got me also. Axel said that he didn't fall for bait, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Which means there's way more to that story. Mm-hmm. And there should be because there should have been a lot of people in that, hotel, uh, in that hospital when it all started. Yeah, it was a crowded hospital before, I guess, he shut things down. So did he have this happen before where he was you know, trying to rescue somebody who was being used for bait? Probably. And he's just like, nothing good ever comes out of it. I could see that. Or he's just that much on mission. And his mission still is um, our girl, Vanessa. I go like with he's going to protect her and Doc no matter what. Well, I go with he's on mission, but I think he's he's had this happen to him before. I mean, it, that whole not anymore thing. Maybe we'll yeah. get a flashback on that. Maybe we won't. Well, we have to. Like, I want, I want to get everybody's backstory at some point in time. Like, we got Flesh and we got Julius is a little bit. Yeah. Well, I hope to see more of that. Yeah, like that was really cool. My biggest complaint with this entire episode mm-hmm. was the P 
piece of aluminum foil wire <laughs> that was holding up the wind turbine that powered the entire world. You've worked with what you have, Brad. I know, but I could work with a little bit more. There was a lot more things to secure it than one wire. Yeah, true. I mean, a good wind comes by and it blows down. It was just <laughs> one of those. Uh, yeah. Well, was... it's been standing strong for three years. It only took him fighting with John. <laughs> so what? Freaking bird could have landed on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, falling over. Uh, but, you know, it did set up the rest of the story. But that was my one major complaint. Yeah, I, I didn't quibble too much over it. So they have three hours to fix things, and then they're all dead because the turbine kept the batteries going, and the batteries kept the UV lights going. Yes, and you had to take out the turbine just to get the rest of the storyline in there. So I get exactly. It. You know, there's that. Uh, so he well, that, out. and you had to kill John's wife. Well, you had, you had to get that moment. Yeah, you had to get her out, and I don't even know what the girl with the hat on is. What her name is. I'm not sure about her name I yet. I don't see either. her sticking around for some reason. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like she, because she's had like lines. <laughs> yeah, I just see her falling out. She's, she's got the red shirt on. I think she's going to go at some point in time. Uh, I think most of them who, who are not Mohammed and Sam and, and John, who just came, are. And John like, and Doc and Vanessa are pretty much <laughs> right. done for, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, unless like we see more from them. Yeah, it's, they seem rather to... Rather than being just antagonistic and trying to kill everybody. Right, they're the background characters. They're not really yeah. there. Like, you're a lot of noise right now. Right, exactly. So, Axel knows where to get the parts at. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's, you know, a ship that's half underwater, and he has to f- go swimming. That was cool. Like, I almost wish we had gotten to see the scene of him under the water, even though we've we've seen that already in different places. So I guess it's, it's even better that they didn't show that because we got the stress of whether or not um, she would get bitten or right. whether or not she would shoot. <laughs> yeah, key point here, if you're using a uh, fully automatic rifle, two hands, a <laughs> lot easier to control. No, Brett, I'm very proud of this moment. I didn't want her to be able to suddenly shoot, like wake up and then be able to shoot everybody. Okay, yeah, like, that's only. true. She doesn't know what she's doing. So actually yes. her just going randomly crazy with the submachine with a, with a machine gun makes perfect sense. Yeah, she doesn't and know. like they had to let her get bitten again. Right. This time, though, she had already shot that one vamp like yeah. a whole bunch of times. So I personally think when, she, when he bit her, mm-hmm. he turned so fast that his wounds hadn't healed yet. Mm-hmm. So that's what killed him. The biting her didn't kill him. I think him being in shock killed him. Possibly. Because she hasn't killed everybody. Well, well, yeah, we don't know about the first guy. Like, did he die? Well, he ran off. We haven't seen him yet again. Right. Or is he the doctor that we saw? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I couldn't on that tell. One. We didn't see him again. Yeah. I may have to go back and do some research on that one. Yeah. Um, one of the interesting things that John said also, mm-hmm. when she was asking what was there, mm-hmm. he said that he's seen other kinds other than right. feral, feeders and ferals. Yeah. So we might have some surprises later on when she was asking about, is anything swimming in the water? That was a good question. I mean, that's something you would ask. You wake up and the world's gone to hell. Like, what else can I expect? Do they fly? Do they swim? What? Is there a three-headed dragon that's going to come eat me or what? You know, <laughs> seriously, I don't know what to go with here. Right. 
It's very cool. But again, like we have to figure out what would affect their physiology. Exactly. Because like you said, the the feeders have been feeding on the humans and the ferals, they feed on the wild. So, and dead things. Right. No, the rats fed on the dead things and they fed on the rats. Yeah, they fed on the the baby carriage right there. Aww. Like this show is really gruesome. And I I, kind of like that, that they don't shy away. Yeah, they're not they're not shying away from the uh, dying children whatsoever. Yeah, like that's that's usually really taboo, but like they got rid of that early in that episode. It happens. I know it's a reality. And the other reality there are that children in the apocalypse are scary and want to kill you. Yeah, this is true, and I wonder if that was supposed to hit to hit home for Vanessa too. Like this is what could have happened to Dylan. Like this was somebody's kid, and they're gone. But I want to know about her. I mean, Vanessa's got the special blood. But she doesn't know. Well, I'm, she's got, we know that she has special blood. Yeah. So does she pass any of that down to her daughter? I think I mean, so. I'm, I'm going back to that line from Rebecca, was that last week? Where she was talking about, like, they'd seen that before, regression. Right. I think that was she said not regression it was something like that but where the changes yeah where the changes were coming where they were able to change back to to human so they've seen they've seen that before and of course i'm thinking they saw that with her ancestor so it's been passed down i would but of course they wouldn't have really known about it maybe you know van helsing's wife got really pissed at him and she left him and then she was like i'm not telling these kids anything about vampires blah 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 because that drove their father crazy and so they have no idea what's going on and they have the special special blood and it could have very well been the fact that this was like hundreds of years ago when there was a much smaller population of people in the world. Right, and people were more inclined to believe about vampires. Like, if you told us vampires are real today, people would scoff at you and think you were nuts. Exactly. Because the original Van Helsing was, what was it, uh, 18, 1800s or something like that, right? I think so. 1897 was when Dracula came out, I believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, right there, we're already 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. More and than, a lot can more happen. Than, more than 100 years ago. A lot less people in the world. Smaller communities. So if you did have vampire come in, they hit off the community. They may find somebody. Now, you know, millions of people out there. It's a hit or miss chance of right. that. Right. And then there's a fact that they had that, that huge vulnerability that we saw at the beginning of this episode. They, can't, they couldn't go out in the sunlight. But now they can be out 24-7 because the sun is covered with all that ash. Right. So a lot more things have changed. Definitely. Um, uh, so John decides that he wants to go after Doc and he's ready to kill Flesh too before Axel gets back and Sam and um, <laughs> Muhammad are having none of it yeah that's always the best part yeah like I really enjoy those two together like what do you, what do you say <laughs> just, yeah you want to try me yeah we'll go with it it's just I the, the whole Sam and Muhammad thing it's the best I, they're, they're the the, the power duo that I really love in this show. Oh, yeah. And it's just how they connect together. And it seems like they are able to put through the idea that they've been together for a very long time. And Their connection reminds me a lot of Axel and Doc's. Exactly. Like, I'm just going to jump ahead, ahead for one second. No, go for like, it, yeah. The way he reacted, like, when it seemed like she was gone, I'm like, what is this relationship? Like, what is this closeness? I need more. I need to know. Yeah, they. he's been with her the entire time. She's been, 
you know, part of the mission along with Vanessa. Yeah. But she's been the one there talking with him, not even, yeah. well, even vamp form or whatever. Right. But, yeah. Like, we saw that at the beginning of this episode when they were all chilling out. Like, he was he was feeding her as per usual. Right. Like, that was their morning ritual. Exactly. I mean, he's, there's deep feeling in there. And that's what's really going to interest me, too, is because Flesh explained why it was horrible to be a vampire. Mm-hmm. Because you don't feel anything, and you live in darkness from the things you do. Mm-hmm. Doc, she's kind of been in the cage the entire time. Yeah, she hasn't really done anything. Unless you count like the fact that she closed the, the door on that one guy when she got bit. Right. Because she was scared. Exactly. She did that part, but she hasn't gone out and killed as many people as, you know, flesh has killed that. So maybe there's something else within their physiology that makes them not want to be turned human again. I don't know if she, I think she got the idea that flesh was turned and that was one of the, he smelled different or something. Well, yeah, no, she didn't want to be changed back. That's why she didn't bite Vanessa because she knew that biting her would change her back to human or would change her into something else. Right. It would be interesting to see what Doc has to say next episode. Oh, absolutely. On, when we get more on her, you know, what was it like to be a vampire when in her mind? Yeah. So what did you think of the big moment? So Doc won't bite her, so she bites Doc. Well, that was one of the things we talked about, too. Vanessa has a, has, doesn't have a fight or flight. She has a fight and fight. Yeah, like did her did something change in her? Like I was trying to look and see, did her face change at all? I don't think her face changed, but her demeanor changed because she stuck the arm in there. She's like, "Bite me, bite me!" Yeah, and she refused to do it, and then Doc knocked her off. And as soon as Doc knocked her off, then she got all feral going and jumped yeah. on him and killed him. Right, the same way that she did when she initially beat up um, Flesh. Right. So there was some some switch that got flipped with right. her yes, momentarily. Like, she didn't mean to do that, but some instinct. Yeah, it's something that kicked in and made her do it. It's like I said, you know, most people have a fight-or-flight instinct, and she doesn't seem to have the flight part. She has yeah, hers the, is all fight. going to get up and, and, you know, kick you, and <laughs> that's it. You're done. So I'm interested to hear more about how, you know, that progresses once we find out if she does that more than once or something like that. Right. I mean, she has a pretty good weapon against them now. Like, some of them who know won't go for her. They won't try to bite her. Yeah, they're not really happy with that. They're just like, they go back and tell Julius yeah. that Flesh is dead. I mean, Flesh is, yeah, Flesh is dead. Not undead anymore. He's alive. Flesh is, he was dead. He was undead. Now he's alive. And they're afraid to touch him. And they are. They're like, uh, he's human again. And we saw it. Oh, no. Julius has badassed up even more and this is that ending part from what he looked like in the beginning to sleeveless guy sucking out of a human blood bag mm-hmm. and no longer looking sickly he's the man in control of everything he's the king that's it he's like we got to call dimitri and say what's happening so i'm interested to see where he's at in the power base of command oh yeah for dimitri. sure i'm sure he's there um my other ki- complaint about this episode mm-hmm. and I may actually have to send this to Neil at some point in time Axel saying shut the freak up yeah like that kind of hit me too I know they're on um, they're on cable right? and sometimes they can say damn we can say a butt but if they want to say the, the F word 
just take they say frack or no, freak. No, don't even don't don't even go that way. Take a cue from magicians. Just mute it. Oh yes. Do that. Magician. Because it sounds lame and it takes the fire out of it, it when you say freak. It totally. And actually that it sounds like something Axel wouldn't say. Exactly. It wasn't anything that was in his lines. It wasn't there. And it was just one of those things like he would never say that whatsoever. Yeah. And just if, even if you would have said just shut up or something like that, that would have worked also. But I just go with the whole idea. Take a cue from magicians, mute this it. Is true. And if you haven't yeah. watched magicians, another sci-fi show, you really should. It's awesome. It's amazing. And they cuss all the time on that show, but they just mute it, and you don't, you know, it's there. You just it's don't. It's kind of like Mister Robot. Yeah, it's like Mister Robot. They do the same thing. You know, it's there. You did, it's just muted, and that's good because it doesn't take away from the response. It, it keeps the response in there. And I mean, that's a little nitpicky thing, but it was just took. I just felt that took away from that scene. Yeah, like that. That definitely caught my notice when he said it. Like it was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't sound natural. It was very. Like it was, it's one of those things that they do when you have an R-rated movie and they put it on basic cable and like they ruin it by taking all the curse words out. Like those are the good parts. It's like they live. I came here to kick butt and chew bubble gum. No, that's not what he said. <laughs> Yippee ki no, no, you can't ruin Yippee ki That's a classic line, man. Yippee ki was not what he said. <laughs> Yippee ki He said Yippee ki but he had some other stuff to go along with that. Well, see, it just sometimes. It's a classic line. Well, even that one, the yippee ki you knew what was after it, though. Yes, you knew like, what was after it, and he was supposed to say freaker. it. You know, that would have just killed you. Oh, my God. That's why I do not watch it on regular TV. But that would have been fine since they muted it. You knew what came on. And I uh, see that's the whole thing. I just go with that. Anyhow. Yeah. Okay. Enough about that. You got anything else about this episode? Uh, just the fact that Axel went in the cage with them. Like when uh, Doc was down, right? Like he he went in the cage. Like you, that showed you again how important she is to him. And I was like, really? Well, his whole reason I for buy it. his whole reason for having Vanessa try was he said, you know, I'm going to have to kill her anyhow. Yeah, yeah, but she could have killed him. I don't think he. I think I I know Vanessa his mission, but I really think there's more with him and Doc. Oh there's no, so, I know so that much more than a connection. For sure. They had three years exactly, and he had six months of feeding her every single day. Right, and her as his only company. Right. And yeah, we don't know what else happened in that three-year time span either, so it'll be interesting to figure that part out later on down the road. Well, we should find out more next week. (laughs) That all? Yeah, that's all I got. Well, if you aren't already there, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. We both got a bunch of different articles there, and there are tons of awesome writers filling up the site with amazing fandom articles. Also, be sure to check out our other recaps, articles, and interviews at purefandom.com. I'm covering Lucifer and Fox's new series, Pitch, along with a couple other things. Brad is focusing on some upcoming sci-fi shows that will be airing soon. And, of course, American Horror Story which has been amazing and crazy and amazing. And, of course, we'll have some more upcoming podcasts, possibly covering uh, Timeless, CW's Frequency, and the million other time travel shows that are happening in the season. We'll um, put out some more news on that as it gets closer. 
Okay, so if you end up on our Facebook page, Van Helsing Sci-Fi Fan Group for PeterFandom.com, I put up a post uh, based on something Axel said last week about things he missed during the vampire apocalypse. So basically, it's break the glass only in case of apocalypse. If you could fill a book bag of things, one backpack only of things that you want to take with you in the vampire apocalypse, what would those items be? Brad, what would you want to take with you in the vampire apocalypse? Uh, I need some bacon. <laughs> hmm. A whole backpack full of bacon? No, I just need some bacon there. Uh, <laughs> I suppose I need a compass and a map because no one will know how to use GPS without it. This is true. I'd be forever lost. Oh, I need steaks because, you know, you got to be able to stake a vampire. This is true. Uh, I, there's a whole bunch of other stuff I should be coming up with. but Well, we're going to do this each week. So that's okay. what you would start in your backpack because, of course, we didn't fill up the backpack. Oh, a hammer. A hammer's good. A hammer's good. Yes. Okay. You don't have to reload a hammer. <laughs> well, on the Facebook page, Susan Monk said that she would take maple bacon donuts. I'm not sure how long that would last during the vampire apocalypse, but that sounds like a great addition. One day. <laughs> and her music collection which of course that, that's a smart thing to do you need music uh, Violet E. Reed said that she would take peanut butter cups yummy milk cake and a hot shower I see that so they, they have like if you look at the survival um, websites they have different things that you can take with you just in case of emergency you, you can have a portable shower whether or not it's yeah. hot you can I don't know I see that yeah. everybody that wants to eat and that's pretty much what we want to do in the, in the apocalypse. We want to be able to eat really bad food for us. Because this is true. We're going to burn those calories really quick. This is true. <laughs> All right. And so I'm going to have some more stuff. But I, I just started like gardening. And um, they had this one thing called um, the survival kit seeds. Mm-hmm. And you can take them with you anywhere. So those would go in my backpack so that I could grow food. Because, of course, that would be important. And I would take a lifetime supply of jelly beans. Already. That's a big bag. I know. And steaks, like you said. Well, we'll have more stuff on that one. So head on over to Facebook. Add some stuff. We'll have random things each week right then, right? Definitely. We'll have some random things. And until then, make sure to stock up on batteries for those UV lights. And don't knock out the generator. That's just a bad idea. Very, very bad idea. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.